You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. Man, Oniro Trello. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. What's happening, everybody? Welcome. This is another episode of Gate 7 International Podcast. My name's Costa. I'll be your host. Tonight, the other boys are either working or skiing or birding. So just me tonight. Sorry about the voice. Got a bit of a cold going around. Not COVID. Either way, you're not going to get it. Can't transmit it over, over stream. Jokes aside, what a game today. Panetolikos, Olympiakos, Olympiakos, Panetolikos, 3-1. And Yorgos Masuras to the rescue tonight. We had to go into extra time. And we'll get into the game. Guys, I am alone tonight, so send your questions in. Helen, I've having a bit of jokes already, saying everyone is sleeping. Oh, man, it's 10.30 Central European time, 11.30 in Greece. Most people are I. People going to bed at 11.30 in Greece? Come on. Anywho, um, send your chats in the comment. Let me know your thoughts on, on anything related to the game. I will drop a link into the chat as well. If you want to join in, have a chat, I'll join. I'll drop the uh, I'll drop the link in there. Uh, before we keep going, guys, thanks everyone who has subscribed. If you haven't subscribed already, hit that button below. Help us to keep growing the community. Make sure you keep getting your updates on all things Olympiacos uh, right here at Gate 7 International. So let's get into the game. What a start. I mean, let's look at the lineup. It starts with Dolagis in goal, Vrusai on the right hand side, Fotis Kitsos, the so called next Timikas we've been hearing in the Greek press for a long time now. And at centre-back, Avram Papadopoulos and Usain Ubar. Midfield of Kane, back from his loan at Nefchi Baku with Vasilis Surlis. And on the wings, Onyekuru, Henry Onyekuru and Bandiugu Fadiga. And Jean Carvalho playing in the hole just behind Youssef El Arabi. What do we think? Stratos Bletas. Stratos says Kitsos was good to be fair. I thought he was pretty good, mate. I mean, you can obviously see that he's an attacking player that's been asked to play further back. He's a much better, he's much better going forward, I think, already than than Oleg. We saw some some skill, you know, some ball control, some neat touches. And I thought he did really well. I mean, he's an 18-year-old kid. He's come on as a sub before, and I think he's I think he stayed on the whole game. In the end, thought he did really well. Uh, there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of action on his side. Um, Brusai bore the brunt of it. I thought he had a hard time with Dargo. Um, quite a lot. The ball was going to the left hand side. The Ivorian uh, winger was terrorizing Brusai at times. Who, by the way, even Brusai was pleasantly surprised with how well he did at right back. 
going forward very 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 competent he's physical and even defensively i think you know he won quite a few challenges so fair play to him i thought he did he did all right at center back it's got to be said avram papadopoulos played 120 minutes today guys 120 minutes avram was in the game Helen says, Μου άρεσε πολύ ο Καρβάλιο, αλλά δεν είδα πολλού να εντυπωσιαστούν. So in English, Helen saying, thought, thought Carvalho was really good, but didn't, didn't hear or see a lot of people that were impressed by him. I like what I saw. I think it's obviously, obviously very early, but you can see the, the vision. Something that really struck me was some of the some of the one-touch passes, some of the one-touch through balls that he made, just receiving the ball. And before he received it, he already knew where he was going to play it. And he would play it forward in between the lines, the through balls. Um, the set pieces were pretty good as well. He took, I think he took all the set pieces in the first half, six or seven, I think five out of seven were very good deliveries, dangerous balls into the box. We'd been missing a player like that, and I think it's no coincidence to an extent that when he came off, I mean, in the second half, we did nothing, and Panetolikos deserved to get a goal. Um, it was very difficult for us to create after he came off. Um, I thought so, so yeah, those are my thoughts on, on Carvalho, is more or less what I expected also from the deep dive that Ari did. If you haven't checked out. The deep dive it's on our youtube channel go and listen to what ari had to say bear in mind guys i think this guy before this game journalists people around the team were saying he's ready for about 30 minutes football and he played about 55 60 minutes today i think so i like what i saw i like what i saw from from carvalho today what else we got bandyuga fadiga uh Bobos not Agame says I think Fadiga will become the second Agibu Kamara. I don't know about second Agibu Kamara Bobos, but promising. I mean he he's a raw talent. I think uh, what's Stratos saying? Stratos says Fadiga showed some great qualities in the attack. He's got um he's quite quick, he's quite nippy. I think again, Ari did a deep dive on on Fadiga. You should go and listen to that. If you, I think he's he's very thin. He needs to put some muscle on. He needs to he needs to get stronger. Um, what we saw today, we saw a player who's you know comfortable on the ball. He's quite confident. He wasn't afraid to go one on one. I mean, the guy nearly scored in the fifth minute with a with a one you know, uh, first time shot that hit the bar. And then you know he he had a well placed a well placed finish to to open the score after an assist from from Jean Carvalho. So I mean, what else can you ask really from a player that made his full debut today for his first full appearance for for Olympiacos and he gets a goal? So you know what what more can you ask of him? Henry Onyekura is apparently on the chat. I colour my hair, make me play good. <laughs> whoever you are mate um yeah i thought henry wasn't bad today i expected more 
the thing is, when you look at Ronnie Lopez's impact on the game, he's come out with a shot on goal and two assists. And the thing with Henry Nyakuru is, guys, we paid five million for him. And what we're getting isn't five millions worth of value. That's the thing with, with Henry Onyakuru. That's why I think a lot of people are being hard on him. Helen says, I want to join, but my English sucks. Um, you can try or we can speak Greek if you want. I'm going to drop the link in the chat now. Okay. Anybody that wants to join in, like get on the show, I'm dropping the link right now. <laughs> Ari, how's it going, man? A co-host, Ari. Check out his deep dives. Honestly, I've mentioned them already two times. Third time lucky. If you haven't checked out those deep dives on Jacques Cavallo and Bandiugu Fadiga, go and check them out. There's also another episode that we did with uh, Marshall Olympiacos France on uh, on Bandiugu Fadiga. So great insight from from one of our guys that we that we work with. In France, he's a football journalist in France, knows what he's talking about. Uh, we also did a little bit of talk on on Dibi Keita as well. Yasuo Alexandre says, I just saw the highlights, but Kitos looks good. Your take on him. Yeah, mate, I, I was saying earlier, it's clear that he's an attacker. Like he can, he's got good ball control. He's confident on the ball. He took people on. There's one there was one play, I think, in the first half where you know he got the ball on his left foot and he cut back to his right and pushed it forward again and got a cross in and won a corner. Something that we've probably never seen from Oleg ever before. But Oleg is a player that began his career in the Porto youth system playing in a back three as a centre back on the left hand side. He's not a player like Timigas or Jorgatos or whoever. Like Jorgatos started his career as a as an attacker, as a number ten, and Bayevich made him a left back. And and Timigas was a was a left winger, left mid, that turned into a left back. So I don't quite buy the whole, you know, he's the next Timigas. I don't like to make those kind of comparisons, but I think that he, I think that he showed a lot of promise. I can't really think of an instance during the game where he, you know, did something poor or put us in danger. He made a great challenge in the first half when I think Garelis was through and Kitos was catching up to him and he managed to he managed to win the ball and get the ball out for a corner before Garelis shot and he didn't dive in. He wasn't rash in the challenge. That showed, you know, a certain level of maturity for an 18-year-old kid not to dive in. And there, there's there are other defenders on the team that dive in still, uh, which we can which we can talk about. So no, I'm I was really impressed with um, with what I saw. More so with um, with Vasily Surlis. I really like Vasily Surlis today. Um, again, is somebody that we've talked about a lot on the on the show. He was everywhere. If there was a 50-50 ball to be won. He was there. He was running up and down the entire game as long as he was on. Tireless running, getting forward. Uh, he looked more confident on the ball, driving forward, taking players on. We saw some nice flicks, it, like almost Giovanni-esque flicks, like one-touch passes. Really slick. 
Um, and I, I put the question, who would you rather put on the pitch right now? Would you rather see somebody like, I mean, Pierre Cunet, or even, even Madi Kamara today? I mean, we, we thought that the last two games he was starting to pick up some momentum and start to remind us of the Madi Kamara that we know. But, I mean, they were... They were they were not good. <laughs> they were not good today. Madi Kamara was like he wasn't on the pitch for me today, and Kunde, it's not good enough. And when I see what a player like, you know, a nineteen-year-old like Suglis from our academy is giving on the pitch today, and what those two gave, then at the least Vasily Suglis should be getting in with more opportunities to play in the first team to have a cameo role, to play 20 minutes, to give energy, inject some mobility, some some passion in the midfield. So, so yeah, he. I really like Vasily Sotlis today as well. Yeah, Alex, uh, that's what I'm, that, that clearance at the end, if you call it Tsimigas-esque, um, fine, no worries. Viper, first goal tonight was Carvalho Barevalle. His creativity reminds me of Belushi. Yeah, he's got a similar kind of uh, diminutive um, character on the pitch, you know? Um, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. There was also that shot that he took. I think he had one shot on goal. Didn't hit the target, but but you will have noticed that when he got the ball outside the box, he he set he set himself. He knew what he wanted to do, and he looked left, and the defender went in that direction. And as soon as the defender looked the other way, he fainted and went right and set himself up for the shot. He struck it pretty well, but didn't hit the target. Still, I think early days for Cavalio, but I think we're talking about a player that, that's been moved around a lot by his agents. Yeah. Um I don't know. There, there's something about him, even from some of the videos that you can find online. I haven't watched him a lot at Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest fans told us that you know his first season he was he was fantastic, and that after Karanka left that first season when they stopped playing four two three one, it was essentially over for him, and then it was you know decline. So I don't know. I have a good feeling about Cavalli as well. The question is, how does he fit in a team with? With Fortunius, how does he fit in a team with a player like Agibu Kamara? But certainly, like the vision, guys, the vision is there. Geo GR says, I believe we can proceed to the finals if we play with, with our regular squad. Yeah, this is um this is something where I have a bit of um maybe a different opinion in a sense that I don't rate the cup, guys. Like if we have if we have we have three competitions that we're playing in league europa league cup clearly cup is priority the last the last thing on our priorities list i think that i'm one of those people today that didn't really care if our first team or our regulars weren't playing i think it was a good opportunity to give some of these players the chance to play to see what they're made of can they stomach playing for olympiacos can they live with the pressure? Can they perform on the pitch like when they need to win? We needed to win today. We were 2-1 down. They needed to turn it around. The first half performance was what... I think everyone agrees with me. 
the first half performance today was much much better than the second half or anything after all the all the substitutions started to happen and our regular players started to come on like Madi or Kunde or wh whoever huh it was much better in the in the first half the players that were out on the pitch they had something to prove they they played with a lot of energy they they were moving around there was movement and then in the second half it kind of went back to being a bit a bit static and all over the place. And yeah, Banatoligos played well and credit to them. But again, Cup is not, I don't know. I, I wouldn't really care, to be honest, if we if we went to the Cup final and played with the team that we saw today. Yes, Olympiagos should be winning all trophies and we should compete, you know, to win all the time. But I'm not going to shed a tear if we, if we, you know, don't win the Cup. I don't know. Um... I, I, I might be wrong. Let, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Probably with this team, we can be beating every team in the league, bar maybe Baal. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've spoken about my feelings about the cup previously. When you have a Greek football federation that has no respect for itself and no respect for the competition, that don't even have the balls to, and the, the courtesy and the respect. Sport is about respect. Giving respect. That's one of the biggest problems that we have in Greek football is that we don't have respect for each other. But I'm, I don't want to preach too much. But if this Greek football federation doesn't even have the respect to hand over the Greek Cup when we won it a couple of seasons ago, so why should I give a shit about the Greek Cup? That's my point. That's my point on, on this whole cup. Is it important? Is it not? Ah, oh, look, Avram Papadopoulos has shown up. Pobre Eskasa Pustimo. 120 minutes, mate. Yeah, you did a lot of running today. Yeah. Costa Bujotis. Costa, welcome. I don't think don't think we've seen you before. Carlos Irtes Filemon. He says, Fadiga has the potential to be a big-time player for Olympiacos in the years to come. Yeah, mate. I mean... What, why not? He was uh, he was pretty good. Pretty good, man. Like I said, I, I don't really know where he plays yet because he appeared on the left wing in the lineup. But then if you saw his movement on the pitch, he was playing kind of more that kind of left central role and letting Kitsos have the entire wing for himself. So... Very interesting player, like I mean, for sure. Very interesting player. Let's see. It's clear that the manager has faith in him. I mean, he put him in the Europa list, so the manager clearly believes him in him. And, and it looks like um, it looks like the scouting teams found another another decent player with potential coming in from France. So yeah, Klapatas, what's going on, man? Long time no see. Says Kunde is like a boxer. He reminds me of freaking Rick Mickey Rourke. He does have that kind of build, doesn't he? Um, I've got to say, like his his passing is sharp, but I don't know what it is, man. I don't I don't know if this player has a has a future at this club. Um, honestly, Georgia, we take much less from what we did last year's um, our midfielders. Yeah, so you're saying. We're, we're getting a lot less productivity and a lot less in general from our midfield this year, especially Maddie. For sure, man. For sure. Um, 
lots of questions that need to be asked about um, whether, you know, what's happened to Maddy? Should Maddy have got sold earlier? What's happened to his valuation now? Now we we have to just hope that he, he can bounce back. Let's see. Alexandros, rumours say Poye was in Oaka today watching like what three Greeks should have watched our game. Yeah. Yeah. Even even Nikos Karelis is probably in with a shout for the national team right now. He's look, looking to be finding some form after after some some horrific injuries that he's had. I think he had a he had a horrible knee injury when he was playing here in Belgium. So yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot of Greeks on the pitch that, that Poye would have been better off coming coming to Karaiskaki. I I agree wholeheartedly. What else have we got here? Fedanos. What's up, man? The regulars came in to warm up for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that, that went through my mind as well. But I mean they didn't really <laughs> did they really show much. Barring Ronnie Lopez. Fair enough. I mean, Ronnie had a shot on goal. Um, I think right when he when he came in, did that step over, getting into the box and had that shot. It went on Anestis with his right foot. He, he bagged two assists. So, you know, that's uh, he might get his assist bonus as well. I thought Tiquinho was all right, held up the ball well. We tried to bring players into the game. And generally, I feel like Tiquinho is one of those guys that we're going to see next year. I think this year he's he's not reached 100% ever during the season. He had that bloody shoulder injury as well that set him back at the beginning of the year. Um, I think we'll see more from him next season. I hope he sticks around because I think he's a good player. I think he's a good hold-up player, good header of the ball. Um, I like him and we got him for free. Uh, value for money. So, so yeah, I thought he did decent as well. I'm trying to think who else came on as sub. Andrutos. Oh, my God. Andrutos needs to go. Andrutos needs to go at the end of the season. Even today, he came on. He came on for a central midfielder. He came on for Surlis, I think. And I thought, oh, Andrutos is going to play in centre mid, finally. And no, he still played out on the right. And it was still just, I think that guy needs to move on. Um, for the benefit of his own career, I think he, I think it's time to go at the end of the year. Bobo says El Arabi has been poor for a lot of matches and I think that we are not going to extend his contract. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we've done another short YouTube video on the situation with El Arabi's contract. Go and check that out, guys. Um, I mean, look, long story short, do we want to pay, do we want to keep paying 2 million for a 35 year old going 36? Um, I think for Greece, he's a luxury and he'll still score 20 goals a season in Greece. But, you know, we keep on dreaming is about going further than, than the Greek league. It's going further in Europe. Are we going to do that with Youssef Al-Arabi at 35 years of age? Yeah, he still scored some goals in, in the Europa League this season, a penalty against Frankfurt. Um, I think another, another one against Frankfurt at home where we lost 2-1 disallowed goal I think there was against Antwerp as well I, I don't know it's it's always risky like with strikers but um, yeah I, I don't know I, I also think let me put it this way I think Tiquinho is going to start in Bergamo next week I think he'll start that game um, and I, I think he's the one in rhythm I think he's the rhythm striker right now 
and I would start Tiquinho in the in the Bergamo game. What will happen against Ajax, given it's a home game, I think probably we'll start El Arabi again and Tiquinho will come on in the second half and I think Tiquinho will play in Bergamo. I think that's what's what's most likely to happen. All right, what are people saying? Are people feeling shy? Right, because I'm going to drop the link one more time. So the link is in the chat, guys. If you want to get yourselves on the podcast, like, hit the link and we can have a chat. We can chat about the game, anything you guys want to talk about. Um, if you haven't subscribed already, guys, and you're watching us for the first time, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell as well so that you get notifications every time we go live or every time there's a new episode out. We're putting more and more content out, doing short videos. We did a video recently about Pedro Martins, how the club has evolved under him in the last four years, you know, from, from what he took to what we have today. Thank you for supporting us. We hit a thousand subscribers just over 10 days ago. It's been a magnificent ride. Um, I'm not sure we ever thought we'd get this popular, but it's really encouraging. Thank you for the support. Hit that like button as well. Keep supporting us. The more you hit that like button as well, the more this gets shared out on a wider scale, then more people can come and keep joining this conversation. And it's really lovely every time to come in and just see like so many of you in the chat sending your questions in. And again, don't be shy. Like if you think your English isn't good or whatever, like we can make some exceptions. We're an English show. We're trying to make Olympiacos more a global club. Um, so, yeah. All right. Let's get back into some of these comments. Olympiacos worldwide. Oh, this, I think this is a new one as well. Welcome. We need this performance to boost our confidence for Atalanta. A convincing win versus Ajax will do even better before we go to Bergamo. Absolutely. Yeah, I think... January was a shocking month in general. I was worried we wouldn't get a win. Uh, luckily, I yeah, it didn't prove to be quite that bad. But I think we've seen that the African players coming back in particular, Agibo Camara, different proposition now. So um, I agree. I think you see on the comments of some of the players as well, if you follow their social media, they talk about the confidence coming back, building confidence. So absolutely, yeah, I think it's important to get a good result, a win. Obviously, we're playing at home against Ag. So get another win in the bag and then we're off to Bergamo. And Atalanta are not in their best shape. Huh? They're not in their best shape, um, but always dangerous. Always dangerous to go away to a club like that, especially when they're not performing in the league and they go into another competition like, a, like this a European competition where they can wipe the wipe wipe the slate clean and you know play on a different basis. So um, so yeah, it's um, let's see let's see. Babi Sturlas, Carlos Sirtes, welcome Babi. Yeah, mate. I think that um, I, I I was saying it earlier. I thought I thought Jacques Valio had a had a really good game. Really impressed with uh, with with what I saw. Carvalho was amazing. <laughs> let's see, guys. It's still it's still early. Let's um, yeah. let's see how it goes. Thomas Saar, uh, Fadiga is leaving next winter. Elare, he just he just joined, man. For God's sake. 
Clapatas, I love Surlis today. The way he protects the ball is Busquets-esque. Uh, yeah, his ball control is good, man. He's not not quite as tall, but I see what you mean. Like in terms of shielding the ball, there was uh, an instance I remember in the first half. He was near the corner flag in in our own half, and he, he was shielding the ball, and he tried to he started flicking the ball up, and then I think he played it back to Kitos. We cleared the ball. He's a good player. He's a good player. Um, I've been saying it since since preseason. He had a great preseason. He gives a lot of energy. Gives a lot of energy that boy. That's what one of the things that I love about him. Um, I was about to say something sacrilegious. Like, <laughs> it reminds me of a, of like I don't know, like a Manchester United player back in the nineties when they had you know players like Skulls and Nicky Butt. Um, I'm not I'm not comparing him to Paul Skulls by any means or imagination, but like like a, a mix of like a Nicky Butt and a Paul Skulls, just like a player with energy, like with with physicality with strength and he's 19 he's not a talent anymore but like he's still young but the, the improvement season on season it's is clear as day so he needs more chances he needs to get more chances in the first team i said it earlier i'll say it again uh, vasilis surlis needs to get more chances in the first team yasura lefteri the ticket for champions league is to win the title so the cup is not priority. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I said. Was pretty much what I said earlier as well, mate. Exactly. Get into the, win the league, get into the Champions League qualifiers, cup, not a priority. Viper, should Martins play in the semi final versus Balk with starters? I said earlier, mate. I, I don't care. I, I, I personally don't care. I said Olibiago should be winning every competition that we play in. But I also think that those players that play today in the first half deserve to be rewarded some way as well. Because they sh they, they showed that they can. They can play. So I won't I won't be pissed personally if we don't go out with our first team against against Park in the semi-final. And I, I had a little rant earlier about the cup, what I think about it etc um so i'm not gonna not gonna go back into that as well Strato says the cup is rigged the final in mid-may and at the start of june the team yeah the team must prepare for champions league that's it mate uh two weeks between the end of the season the the, the playoffs and the cup and then beginning of june we have to start i think the fourth of june around the fourth of june we have to start pre-season because we're playing qualifiers beginning of july so i, I don't know I, I don't want to have any excuses this summer. I don't want to be able to say this summer that the players didn't have a rest because I do believe that the, the, the last two years has taken a toll on the team, on everyone. I believe it. And I don't want to have any excuses this summer. Go away and rest, guys. And then come back, do a proper pre-season and get ready. Like, get ready for the Champions League qualifiers. And let's see a real Pedro Martins team like we saw the first two seasons. He worked in preseason, and it was obvious to see. And the last two seasons, guys, we've said it. We've said it on the pod. We've been in in regression. There's some fresh blood that's come in. This is a transition year. That's what I've called this year. All right. Doesn't look like anybody wants to come on the show. <laughs> 
χλαπάτσα, στείλε τον ανδρού του στα σύνορα να υπηρετήσει, άσα. I think he's done his army service before, man. Stratos, I believe that the management team and scouts have mostly looked at the longer term rather than the short term. I would, I would hope so. There are some other people on the podcast that might disagree with you, but they're not here and I won't speak for them. Ari says, not our co-host, but it's another Arius. Says, on your career's body language is shocking unless there's free space to run into. He's constantly static. Even with Gary made of glass, we should sell him before his value starts dropping for good. I don't know, man. Um, I think that today, today I expected more from Henry. I thought he had some some decent touches, and in the first half, when he was on the right hand side, the first 30, 40 minutes, he was quite mobile, like active. Like he got a lot of touches, got a lot more touches than in any other game. I'm going to ask Ari to look at that actually, because um, we were we were comparing him to Bruma at the beginning of the year when we did a deep dive, another deep dive on Henry, uh, on Yakuru. And we found that Bruma was averaging around 40 touches a game and about 30, 30 to 40 passes a game, like averaging a game, 40 touches and 30 to 40 passes. And on Yakuru hasn't been getting many touches whenever he's played. Today he had a lot compared to other games. I felt like he had a lot of touches today. But, but again, I mean, I think he had more time on the pitch today than Ronnie Lopez, and Ronnie Lopez came out of the game with a sh with a shot on goal, uh, another one that you know he shot and killed the Beristeria, uh, but he got two assists. So, yeah, we haven't talked about this man. We have not talked about Jorgos Masuras. How have we not talked about Masuras all this time? I mean, guys, send some. Send the love, right? Yorgos Masuras, a guy that had a Giovanni poster in his room as a young boy, a guy that had to come out of second division Greek football, then play for Panionios. He, he started from the bottom, now he's here. Yorgos Masuras, if his name was Masuric or Masurinho, we would be raving about this guy. He had a dry spell recently, but he's back. And he's back right when we need him most. And it's fantastic. Like two goals today, one smashed in, like in stoppage time. And then and then the winner, it was exquisite. The finish that he's just flashed across goal. Fantastic. Oh, and look, I think somebody's somebody's ready to join us. Hello. Can you hear me? Costa Buyotis. I think there's something wrong with your with your microphone, my friends. Try and figure it out and I'll try and bring you back in again, okay? In the meantime, more comments coming in. Uh, Sparos, off topic, but Leeds and Aston Villa game right now is magical. Mate, what's going on in the Spurs game? It was 1-1 at halftime and I left it. <laughs> Arabi is still a youngster, says Babi, don't say bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. Costa um, <laughs> Buyotis says Zahavi would be a great addition instead of El Arabi. 
something we've looked at as well, ma'am. Um, I really liked Zahavi when we played against them last year, uh, the PSV game. He was definitely one of those players that I thought I would love to have him on my team. Should we be bringing him in at 35 instead of Youssef? I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to try and bring you in again, Costa. Costa? You're on One mute. second. Ella. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can't see you, though. Are you camera Hold shy? <laughs> Let me get my headphones in. No problem, friend. In the meantime, Arias is saying, I'd rather see Brusai than Andrutos at right back. Hopefully today is an indication. It's unlikely that he'll take to defending at a good level at this point. Yeah, man, I said earlier that I thought Andrutos had a... Uh, sorry, Brusai. I thought Brusai did really well at right back. We know he's got, you know, physicality. He's quite strong. He's a decent attacker. I was disappointed, though, that he, um, you know, he had an opportunity, I think, in the second half when we moved him up to play left wing and he got inside the box and he didn't even hit the target. So when you're an attacker and you get in the box and you can't even hit the target, that's a problem. Um, so, but, but otherwise, I, I agree. I'd rather see him at right back than Andrutos right now. Uh, to, to be perfectly honest. Yasu Costa, how are you doing, man? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Where are you calling from? Toronto. Toronto? Fuck yep. yeah, man. I have a lot of friends in Toronto. Where are you from? Like, whereabouts in Toronto? Uh, Danforth? Just, uh, huh? Are you in the Danforth? Yeah, I'm 10 minutes away. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Oh, nice. Thanks. Are you, are you new to the podcast? Yeah, I followed about a month ago. This is the first time, first time joining. Okay. okay, welcome, welcome. What do you want to talk about, man? All right, I want to talk about the uh, the formation change. I think that's that's the best thing. That's the the most crucial thing that's happened to us since since Pedro Martins uh, went back when he tried the three four three. You know, in January, since it was a it was a pretty bad month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now since we switch back to the 4231, it's much more stable. Right? So I think yeah, yeah against Atalanta, uh it's gonna be a good game if we have the right players in. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with this, but <laughs> I, I mean we, we couldn't agree with you more. Three four three was shocking, man. Um I, I didn't like to see uh I didn't like to see Olympiakos playing against Panathinaikos. With a park the bus three four three, I really didn't like it. I mean, it was a fucking horrible game. Uh, sorry, I don't normally swear as much on the show, but yeah, it, it really was a horrible game. I don't, you know, there were no shots registered. So, you know, we we saw something to Pedro Martins that we hadn't. I think we knew it was there, but not quite to that extent. That he can be a very cynical manager, like I'm going to go out and I'm not going to play nice football, but I'm going to go out and because I want to just go and get the result or I don't want to lose because yeah. Bukhalakis is injured and because Bukhalakis is a very central player in, in the way that he wants to play. And I mean, let me ask you a question. Do we look stable at the back? No, well, we, I think we need to play, we need to play Cissé because Cissé was a crucial part of our defence. Do you think Cissé is going to solve the problem? I don't think he's going to solve it. I think he's going to help it. <laughs> well, it's going to be better than Bar, that's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be way better than Bar. 
yeah. You yeah. think uh you think Mari Camara is gonna start against Atalanta? Good question. I think it will be a four three three against Atalanta. I think um I think he'll play the way it's looking now and hope you know if no one gets injured whatnot i think he'll play mvila bukalagis and madi kamara and i think mm-hmm. agibu will start on the wing and masuras will be on the other wing and tikinio will be up front i think mm-hmm. that's how he i think that's how he'll play there's there is a chance that he might play with three at the back <laughs> with sise coming back i don't want to see that yeah, I mean, I, I'm, it looks going, better on paper. Yeah, the thing is, we we've said it a million times, and I'll never get bored of saying it. If you don't have good wing backs that can attack and defend, mm-hmm. then you can't play that formation. So, but, but again, going back to what I said about Martin's been very cynical. He might take that approach as well. I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's more of a four three three. I'm going to Bergamo next week as well, so I'll be at the game. Uh, it's an open Lucky. stadium. It, it's an open stadium, and I, I, <laughs> I hope it's not pissing down the rain. But if it is, I hope we're playing well, and we're, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's going to suck otherwise. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, man, that's um, that's what I think about the the, the formation yeah. pretty much. I think Tiquinho is, is much better than El Arabi in this current point because. Um, he's he's he has way more energy. Yeah, he's way yeah. more energy than Miguel Arabia. Since I've seen him uh, after the winter transfer window, he's looked lazy. Like lazy, lazy without the ball. But when he when he's with the ball, he tries he tries too many things. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so Ari Ari's chiming in. I heard that Racomelo makes your English better. <laughs> Mate, I would like some Racomelo now because my throat is bloody killing me. But but yeah, um El Arabi. Ari's talked about El Arabi a lot this season, about his hold up play. I think he can take one touch too many sometimes. Um mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like I said earlier, I think I think Tiquinho is the rhythm, the player in rhythm right now. And I think he should clearly, clearly be starting next week. Fetanos, is this another joke? What's he saying now? Surliz runs funny for a short guy. He looks like he looks lanky, like he's a steel rod. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks like he's up for it all the time, man. Like I don't know, I don't know if anybody agrees with me on the kind of Nicky Butt kind of thing. Does, does anyone get more playing time? That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, agreed, agreed. He deserves more playing time. He deserves more playing time. I think if you put him next to next to better better quote unquote players, he can he can give a lot. I think he can give a lot to the team. I think he's he's shown that whenever he's been on the pitch. Definitely from the point of view of of energy. Like I mean, who was the best midfielder that we had today? Out of the ones that we saw in central midfield, so Kane, we saw Surlis, yeah. we saw Madi Kamara, and we saw Kunde. Am I yeah. missing someone? I, I I leave Carvalho out because Carvalho plays a bit further yeah. up the field. Kane had the... Kane had his moments. He was yeah, uh, but you know all all of them were were decent today, but except 
Camara didn't really didn't really do much. Camara, I, I feel like he did nothing. So you speak English, Greek, and maybe French. Yeah, man. I speak French too, speak Greek, a bit of Spanish too. So yeah, if you feel like coming on Lefteri, like get on, man. We can chat some Greek at the end. I'll I'll send the uh I'll send the link as well. Let's let's try and please some of the Greek audience as well. Lefteri, Yasena, Yopius Dipotheli, Nabi Mesa, Namilus Mikiligulinikasutelos, Namegal Muhara. What else we got? Masuras, Masuras, Masuras. Masuras. Hey, he's been he's been on and off this season. Well, we started the season really well, banging the goals in, and then he went into a drought that we never knew is he ever going to come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the end, he's done it. In the end, he's done it. What else you got, man? I don't know. I mean. We're getting better, obviously, since January. Uh, this is going to be a hard game against Atalanta. Zapata's out, no? Zapata's got a bad injury, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to help us. He's been the top striker along with Muriel. Yeah. But, I, think, uh, I think he's out for five months. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what else are the stronger points of Atalanta? Uh, I'm... They score a lot of goals. They score a lot of goals. That's all I know. I I watched one of their games. I think the one that they lost at Old Trafford in the last minutes. I think a Ronaldo winner. Mm-hmm. I watched a bit of that game and I just remember they're a team that transitions really well in attack. That worries me because we mm-hmm. look very, um, very fragile on the transition yeah. in, from, from attack to defence. So that worries me. Um they're a good attacking team, man. But yeah. they have they have been in a dip the last few games where we've been getting better and they've been in, in decline. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's a different game. It's not league, it's Europe. Things can change, the mindset changes for the players. Hopefully they underestimate us. Hopefully yeah. they underestimate us. But they've got a good coach on the bench too, in Gasparini. So it's going to be interesting to see the chess as well yeah, from the uh, from the coaches. I think uh, another thing that has kind of been worrying me is is uh, the fullbacks defensively. You know, yeah. I think they they're getting beat too easily. Like that one, uh, uh, the one with uh, Rayabchuk on the I think it was the first leg with or no, it was it was I think it was a league game, and he gets beat yeah. way too easily. I think for him, it's. I think he just needs more, needs more experience in, play, in getting attacks more, and I think he needs to like develop more defensively instead of offense. Oh, Rabchuk. Yeah, I think his, his he needs to get better on defense. Obviously, he oh. works hard, but yeah. you know, if if you're not good defensively, then it's gonna let you down. I just think that he's tired. I think he had a hell of a first round. Like in general, he improved a lot. His mm-hmm. crossing improved. I mean, his crossing had to improve because it couldn't possibly get any worse. Mm-hmm. His crossing improved. Um, I thought. I always thought defensively, I've rated him uh, in a sense that he gets back quick. He can transition well from defense to attack and vice versa. One on one, he's 
quite strong. He's not very tall, but he's quite he's quite strong. It's hard to beat him. So I've always thought that, you know, I'd like to see more improvement offensively. I just don't know if he's got it. <laughs> it's, what, it's what I was saying earlier. It's like Gitos is an attacker. You can see yeah. the difference. You can see the difference when they get the ball. And when they, you know, even Kitos today, he whipped in a couple of balls and he might yeah. not have connected a lot of them, but they were, he knew where he was yeah. sending it. He was so, good getting forward. Yeah. He didn't overdo it. I think that Oleg sometimes overdoes it because he's got lungs, like he can run all day, we know. Sometimes like he runs for no reason. Mm-hmm. You've got to run at the right time. You've got to pick your moment. So, I don't know. I hope to see more of Gitsos, honestly. Honestly, I hope to see more of him because I think Oleg has also been run into the ground. He's played. I think he's played more than 30 games this season yeah. already. Maybe that, that, uh, that left back from Parma, what was it? Vasilis. Zagaritis. Yeah. Uh, he could have been a good buy, just another option. So, the thing was there, do we sign him or do we play Gitsos? Mm-hmm. And they think that Gitos deserves a chance. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought Zagaridis, Zagaridis had a great game against us. I think, was it last year when they came to Karaiskaiki? And I think we, we drew 1-1 or no, we won 1-0 for Tunis goal. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a great game, I remember. But okay, to sign a player of, of one game, if there are any people as old as me in this chat, do you remember Zizi Roberts that played for Panionios and scored against the Ajax, Panathinaikos and Pauk and all the teams that aren't as big as us in, in Greece? We signed Zizi Roberts and yeah, who remembers Zizi Roberts? I do because I'm old. Anyway, um, Costa, yep. thanks very much for coming on, man. Uh, no good to problem. meet you. All my love good to, to Toronto. Uh, I yep. have a lot of friends there and I know there are a lot of Greeks there. Um, if if you like, yeah, keep, keep supporting the team. If you know other Olympiacos fans in, in Canada, in Toronto, like spread the word, man, spread the word. Got the fans over here. So, yep. Pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on, man. No problem. See you. See you. That was Costa from Toronto, my man. Dimitris Kritikos, congrats guys, continue like this, nice work, we like to hear the Olympiacos news from you guys. And um, I hope to get more and more people from Greece, we know a lot of people in Greece are listening to us, um, really a joy and you know, also part of what we want to do is try and connect the Greek fan base to the Greeks abroad, whether they're Greeks that have left during um during and before and after the 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 economic crisis hit a lot of greeks went abroad whether you're a greek that's been born abroad like me first generation second generation third generation whoever you are like yeah what we're trying to do is connect those olympiakos fans in greece to the ones uh, outside greece and vice versa thank you very much for these these nice comments that are coming in here now, alexandros ism as well love seeing all the olympiakos fans around the world this podcast is Fantastic. Thank you very much, my friend. Uh, Sparos, what are you saying, man? Ba at left back. Are you talking about Al Ba or are you talking about Usainu Ba? Just no more Ba. Seriously, no more Ba. Um, 
exclusive those of you that are here today we are going to put out an exclusive on what's been going on with markovic um again one of those points that we've been moaning about a lot on the podcast there is a blog that will come out and we have an exclusive on what's been going on with markovic um so look out for that if you haven't visited our website www.gate7intl.com that article is going to be coming up real soon check out our social media twitter instagram facebook it will be posted there so if you're interested to know more about what's been going on with svetozar markovic why hasn't he been playing etc etc there's an article coming out on that with an with an exclusive Fedan has got more jokes. What are you saying? Pedro's eye bags got smaller after he secured the bag. I don't get it. <laughs> Fedanos, man. Smart like us. Stratos says, why doesn't Costa start as striker? You mean Fortunis? Is that what you're saying? Like a, like a false nine? What else have we got? I like the new young guys. He's better than Oleg on the left. Kitsos. Yeah, we talked a lot about him already, mate. Very good um, ability. I've, I've seen him a couple of games in the B team as well. Didn't know who he was. I knew Marinos, the guy that we bought in from Asteras Tripolis a couple of years ago that got loaned out to Levadiagos last season. Um, Liatos is another guy that I've heard a lot about in the um, in the B team. He's between. He's been between the under-19s and the B team. So he can play for the under-19s, but they've purposefully like brought him up to play in the B team. We hear that there is a lot of belief in, in Christos Liatos, an exciting player. Kitos I'd never heard of before until this season. And I have watched a couple of B team games, and I have to say that from the B team games that I watched, out of all the wingers, I think he's the one that impressed me the most. Um, the most stable can i say in terms of his performance because i've seen marinos have good really good game and then have a really poor one whereas every kitos is more stable in his um in his performances more regular so maybe again something that something that martins likes in him huh? uh, maddy was disappointing yeah he was he was uh aris so this is six foot he isn't small no he's not small Right, six foot yeah for a greek it's not bad dag 0921 gossens just got sold to into this window yeah mate um i'm not saying atalanta is depleted but um but yeah that's uh i think gossens was a key player for them yasure roman how's it going man is it cold in russia <laughs> kitos was amazing today hola everyone yasure roman and uh i'm going to read a few more comments guys like thank you so much for being active today i've been doing this alone as well um it's been been a lot of fun talking with everyone Kitos crossed with his right foot yes yes <laughs> Kitos crossed with his right foot was better than oleg's crosses he did make a good cross with his right foot i think it was towards the end of the game i, I do remember that you you don't i don't know for some reason you don't expect that expect from a kid that's playing for the first time starting for for his club in a pressure game an academy player to, to be that confident that really oozed confidence uh alexandrosism zizi roberts i was in on salamina the summer we signed him the hype was huge <laughs> yes alexander yes 
and Roman as well. I remember Zizi Roberts, bro. What are you talking about? It must be as old as I am, but you remember Akistogdivi, so you must be in your 30s, mate. <laughs> Excellent. People actually remember Zizi Roberts. Damn. Van got seven. Gosti looks good at 10 for the B team too. Gosti scored goals in it, I think, the last three games. Um, yeah, it looks decent, man. Nothing special, but just does the does the basic things well and like the last goal that he scored was a nice shot from outside the box that he uh that he scored in the last game like near the side netting really really good um i think he came from salamina in in cyprus didn't he <laughs> hello australia Welcome, my friend. Man, I know that you guys you guys are waking up now over there, depending on where you are. And we're about to shut up, man, because it's we're nearly well, I've nearly been going for an hour. Um if you've got any questions, Olibiakos Pireos, send them in. I think we've pretty much done the rounds though, guys, in terms of you know, covering covering the game, talking about different players. Um, we've talked a little bit about the game in Bergamo next week against uh, against Atalanta. Yes, we have the Ike game on on Sunday as well. We need to go and win that game. Keep building confidence. Jim, Jim Politis, what's up, my friend? Best starting eleven against Ike. Who would I start against Ike? <sighs> Complicated because you need to have the team fresh on Thursday, but you also need them to be in rhythm. So I think he's probably going to start with the, with his strongest team. Uh, and I think it will be a 4-3-3 with uh, Manolas Cissé, hopefully. I want to see Manolas Cissé at the back. I want to see that partnership. Uh, the idea is, I think they were saying that the club wanted Cissé back today. I'm not sure if Cissé is back, but if we want Cissé to be in contention for a, a place in the starting lineup on Thursday, I think he needs to play against Ajax. I would like to see him next to Manolas. Is it the time to to try that, to experiment? They've never played together. Those are our two best centre-backs. I think Socrates has been in poor shape and I'd like to see Cissé Manolas. Lala, if he's okay, on the right. Vatslik, obviously, in goal, no questions. I think Oleg is clearly going to start on the left. And um, and then midfield, I think he's going to try the Bukhalakis, Madi and Villa trio. Holy Trinity, some people call it. And then uh, and then Masuras, Agibu, El Arabi. I think that's what he'll do. I could be wrong. Maybe he'll go with the 4-2-3-1, Bukhalakis and, uh, and then Villa. And Cavalier at the 10. Uh, but I think he's going to want to try things for sure. He's going to want to try things to get ready for for Thursday. <laughs> Alexandra, you give me so much jokes, man. Zizi Roberts better than Felix Borja. I cobra. I cobra. What else was the um what else was the Paratsukli, like the nickname that they gave Felix Borja? The Ronaldo of the poor. That was another front page of Protathletis about Felix Borja. Uh, Giovanni Maria Segoloni hello says Zapata also out for the season probably yeah only Muriel up front probably as they have also learned that Piccoli Muriel's a good player man 
Maria was a very good player. Let's see, uh, yeah, how how our defense is gonna shape up against him. <laughs> Alexander's the Felix Borja hype was even bigger. I remember the papers, the Panther. Is it the Panther? No, no, no I was saying, was it Cobra? And then and Ronaldo Tonftojon was the other thing. Uh, yeah, there you go. Cobra. Fantastic. Front page of Protathletis. I remember this like yesterday. Yeah, man. Me too. Back in the day when I would come out of my yayas and just go up the road and pick up a paper. And yeah, they used to feed us a lot of names every day. There was no internet, I want to say, back then. So it's basically all the internet rumors in a paper <laughs> on a daily basis. Look, guys, we just hit the hour mark. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining today uh, for this post-match. Sorry for my voice again. Apologies. Got a bit of a cold going on. Um, we will be back. We will be back for another podcast, as usual, after the AIC game. We'll talk about that. We'll do post-match AIC. We'll start to talk a little bit about um, about the Bergamo game. Watch this space, guys. Lots of great content coming up in the next few days and weeks, months. I'm not going to say everything now. We've got a lot of exciting things coming. If you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to get a notification for when a new episode is up. Keep up to date on everything that's going on at Olympiacos. We Gate 7 International, your number one English source for all things Olympiacos the red and white legends see you again on sunday we'll give you more about what's coming up next week as well until then if you've made it this far thanks for watching see you next time you just listened to an episode of the gate 7 international podcast podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL, give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city, and our story. Trilos, he said. Sto mialo kati magico.